Oh, Saturday. How I covet thee. How. It's just poetic. Yeah. That is Saturday. It's just poetry. You know what I'm doing right now? What are you doing right now? I'm working my ass off in my aunt's backyard. But I also brought over a 12-pack of Modelo in cans. And I'm teaching my cousins, my younger cousins, my third cousins, how to shotgun beers. Oh. Yeah. After the yard work. Oh, yeah. No, you never drink Mm. while you're doing yard work. (laughs) Because that's basically, that becomes the end of the yard work. Yes, it does. (laughs) Yeah, if you sit down, if you so much as sit down, it's over. You're done. It's a ball game. Yep. Game over. Strike three. Yep. So Saturday, I got a pretty good one on tap here. Do you want to jump right into it, Michelle? Let's do it. Saturday, September 4th. Everyone seems to trip all over themselves in corporate America about the importance of the first impression. While I agree it's important, you're missing the even bigger impression. The final impression. Ignoring the taste you leave in others' mouths? We fix that. It almost sounds like a Monday. It sounds like a Monday, but then again, if you know, you go by the whole daily podcast, creating remarkable memories, what I'm trying to do is leave a lasting positive memory as a provider. So I toyed with this and I thought it would be more impressive to do it on a Saturday. And I already had four more lined up for Monday. So (laughs) (laughs) make it work. Yeah. But I got to say this. Why is this so hard? How many times do I say this? Right. It's like, Come on, people. We should just incorporate it oh, into the right? dailies. It's, yeah, it's just like an under, it's like, what do they call it, subscript? Yes. <laughs> so this this statement is equal parts, aha, and duh, right? It's that Love moment it. where you're like, oh, uh-huh. right, why didn't I think of this? So many industries, especially the hospitality industry, and, and, and for sure the sales industry, they have trainings and seminars and all these books and and they they just go hog wild about creating the perfect first impression and leaving that long lasting first impression yeah there's like studies and and yeah responses and here's like this is how we're wired right right right. so what if your last impression was a pile of shit is that even worse than making a bad first impression it negates it 100 percent yeah, I would have to say so. Yeah, it, you get, you can go through this whole process because some guru came up with the phrase "welcome in." That, I want to strangle that person because it's so <laughs> fake and false and doesn't feel genuine when you walk in. It's like "welcome in." Uh, yeah. In other words, the translation of that is "I'm forced to say this," or uh-huh. the or the people that <laughs> the people that answer the phone, right? They've got a script. I'll, I'll just fake it because this is not what we do. And if you call Sonnet Hill, you will find out we don't do this. But our competitors will answer the phone. It's a wonderful day at Sonnet Hill. I'm Natalie. How may I help you? Stop. It's like, just fucking answer Barf. the phone. Yeah. Throw up. Vomit. Did you just impress me? No. You just wasted 10 seconds of my time. Yeah. And I feel empathy for you because, and I actually say that to these poor people answering the phone. I'm like, well, that was <laughs> certainly a mouthful. And they usually are like, they, that disarms them. They're all, yes. yeah, all day long. I'm like, God, that sucks. You're just like this trained monkey answering the phone because you want to leave a lusting first impression. Then you go on to tank it from there because we're not thinking about focusing on the final impression. So let me let me give you two examples. My first example, 
I just sold one of my care homes. Wahoo! And the experience that I had in the beginning was all wine and roses. They were like cupping my balls. They wanted to make sure <laughs> that I was happy in the beginning. They got me to come across. You're laughing over there. They got me to come across that line and use them as realtors. Then over the process, especially towards the tail end, with a lack of guidance, no leadership, impatience, and a, a bit of incompetence, I'm left with an extremely bad taste in my mouth. And I can tell you one thing is for show. You ain't handing out their cards, are you? Thank you. No referrals yeah. coming from me. Now, did they do the job? Yes, they did. Did they do it in record time? Yes, they did. Did we get okay. a fat check? Yes. Did we get over asking? Yes. But working with them was a fucking bloody nightmare. And the way that they communicated, leaving a long-lasting impression because it is in a tangible digital format, I can look back at the emails and the texts and go, God, these people suck. That is a long-lasting negative final impression. I have a bad taste in my mouth. It'd be the equivalent of going into a movie theater like, welcome in, you get the popcorn, it's burnt, now you leave the, the theater with an acrid burnt flavor in your mouth. You're yeah. like, uh, nope, not yep. going back. Right? Yep. Now, now get this. There's the second one. This is something that I didn't share with you in advance because I want your genuine reaction to. Okay. In my field of senior living, and this is regulated, okay, so it was worse in the past. When one of our patients dies, you have zero time grace period to remove all of the personal effects out of the person's room. Otherwise, you continue to pay rent on the room. What? Yeah. Beforehand, okay. Wow. Oh, before regulation, it was. When you when your loved one died, that was the first day of the thirty day notice. You would still have to pay for a month of rent. Oh, I'm not. I know. Look at your face. Wow. And you know what? This is not discussed. It's not oh discussed in the beginning. It's in the contract. Who's thinking that? I Nobody. Mean, come on, people are vulnerable. Yep. Nobody's reading the contract and the fine print because they're just so relieved that we took over the care for their loved one, and then they get hit with this. What do you mean? I still owe thirty days. And then the state st stepped in and said no. And for the listeners, 30 days can be upwards of how much money? Oh, 10 grand. I mean, uh... Yeah. So we did all this, all this wonderful stuff. We, we, we did have uh... that great first impression. We got people in. We gave their loved one immense amount of care and love and, and just top-notch quality of life. And then and, as you're oh, leaving, we kick you right in the ass. And so the last thing you're thinking is you're writing that $10,000 check is fuck these guys. Yep. I've never been okay with that. And so what is my, what is my solve for this? My nurse says, uh, why do we have to play by the level of industry rules? Let's give them a grace period to get their things out. Because we just had a death, like I said. And that person read the contract and they're like, the next day they were there to get all the stuff out. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Relax. We're not oh, going to charge you for the extra I mean, time. Uh, Isn't that like the fucking no brainer thing to do? Where is the humanity with, yes, that is a no brainer thing to do. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Let it settle. It's, it's the hotel industry's influence. 
Mm-hmm. Or, Checkout time yeah, is. Or the, or the absolutely. Or the there's a there's a formula called Revpar, and if you're from the hospitality industry, first of all, go fuck yourself. Secondly, <laughs> get out of my industry. And thirdly, you know what that means to the end user. It's it's all about the revenue, and it's all about census versus your capacity. So, oh, okay, uh, now that your loved one's dead, uh, get the hell out. That's really what the loose translation is. There's no real good quality closure. So, for instance, here's the difference, again, with Sonnet Hill. We are all going to this person's funeral. That's our tradition. We're all going to speak. We're all bringing something personal um, to the table for the person that passed. And we gave a grace period of getting your items out of the room so that you didn't feel rushed uh, in the midst of absolute crisis and loss. So can I bring up just a tangent that pertains to this and what we're all going through? So how is something so significant like this not addressed, but calling someone by the wrong pronoun is making the news right riddle me this like tell me how how we're so concerned by offending someone by calling them she or him where like something like this that needs to be addressed hello people uh first of all let me say shame on you if you are one of those pronoun idiots okay (laughs) and and now i'll never be able to host jeopardy yes Uh, that will come back to bite you that's fine Uh, mostly because that is a hollow cause. It is a pointless cause that's not really going to do any real harm to anybody, and it's very selfish. So you're a selfish person if that's what you're going after. Yep, the second thing I want to say is, very clearly, most people don't give a shit about the elderly in our culture. Just fact check me on that. Mm -hmm. So I, I bring this up out loud, and nobody cares. Yes. That's more offensive to me. Yeah. yeah. And why am I so, why do I walk the planet slightly jaded as a Native American who was raised to honor the elder and to make sure that they were the most important person in the family structure? It's because mm-hmm. when I walk out of the teepee, I don't actually have a teepee, but figuratively, <laughs> I walk out of my little sanctuary of my Native Americanism and I look out into the general public and I'm going to out people. I'm going to say mostly Caucasian. Uh, you guys couldn't give a fuck about the elderly. You're going to walk around with your stupid picket signs and shut down uh, streets in Portland because somebody's not addressing you by a made-up name. But when elders are in crisis on a daily basis and they're getting ripped off and their families are getting ripped off, you guys are sitting on your hands, not giving and a fuck. And being abused. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and this is just the tip of the iceberg. I could make a whole series of podcasts on the injustices of senior living. And how Sonnet Hill is changing all of that because it needs to be cleaned up. Oh, and by the way, we actually have moved the needle as an industry thanks to multiple changes in the regulations. And those were sparked by high-profile court cases. And that's how you get it done. Oh, that's it. That's exactly it. Unless you're absolutely mandated to do something, the average provider isn't going to do it voluntarily. Good for you for making that change. And I guess that's where the homework steps in today is what kind of lasting impression are you leaving people with? It's that simple. A hundred percent. And again, with the gift of the day being you're so damn focused on your first impression. I think it's actually more important. 
oh, far be it for me to to go against the grain, right? <laughs> <laughs> I am the gain the the grain go against her, right? <laughs> yes. My new title. That's very complicated, <laughs> but it is true. The final impression is the most important. Yeah, the first impression for selfish assholes that want to coax people into getting the business. Sure, got it. Now yeah. I know who you are. Let me tell you who I am. I want to leave you with the feeling that I would recommend everybody to this person because I had a great final experience with them. Sort of like leaving the place better than you found it. Thanks, Same. mom. Yep, That's right? My mother taught me, 100%. That's what my mom taught me, too. Yeah, yeah. It's not a hard concept. No. It just takes a little extra effort. Yep, and a little bit of awareness and giving a shit and having pride in what you do. And being engaged. All the mic things drop. that we teach. Yes, mic drop. Yeah. Mic drop. <laughs> it's simple. It is simple. If you are. It's a simple concept. If you care, it's simple. David, that was a good one. I need it. I feel like I'm like, this is like super cathartic for me this weekend. It was obviously a long week and just busy, busy, busy. And I, I, I feel like we're getting things out. Things are like sweating out of me and I feel better. I feel happier after this, this podcast. Awesome. Thank you. That means that does mean a lot to me. And I'm hoping that, you know, hopefully now you, others do too. Yeah. And, and hopefully now you'll uh, go out and look at clouds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm jotting them down. I'm sending you, know, you're going to be bombarded with pictures from me. I will love that. <laughs> <laughs> Get out there and fly that kite. Yako key. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to today's gift of the day. Check back tomorrow for another gift from your friends at the Red Kite Movement.